If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. I'm your host, Chewy Plays Nintendo, and today we're going to be talking about 15 years of Animal Crossing. So, to get started, I guess I should introduce the show. I'm Chewy. I play Nintendo, and for the most part, I play Animal Crossing. So this show, this podcast, I essentially want to fill a gap of something I was actually looking for the other day. I was looking for an Animal Crossing podcast. I found one that was called an Animal Crossing podcast, but really, it had nothing to do with Animal Crossing. I don't even know what they were talking about the whole time. And then there was another one that seemed more promising, but it looked like the episodes were gone. So essentially, I want to give more Animal Crossing fans a way to enjoy Animal Crossing content. And I know what you're thinking. It could be pretty hard to do when all that's out right now is like a four-year-old version of the game, and we've heard essentially nothing about an Animal Crossing to come. But uh, I, I think there's a lot to talk about all the time. And so specifically with this episode, I want to get into the history of Animal Crossing Um, when it came to the States, my first experiences with the game, and I definitely want to end it by talking about what, when I think we're going to be getting some new information on the next game. So without further ado, welcome, and let's get started. So the first thing I wanted to talk about in this podcast is the history of Animal Crossing. So as I mentioned, this is the 15 year anniversary, to be exact, September 15th, 2017 is the 15th anniversary since the game was released in the States because the game was actually released in Japan in 2001. That was actually a December, so late 2001. But on top of that, the game came out on the N64, which this is a very unique situation for an Animal Crossing game because we're all used to the real-time aspect of the game. But when players got that game, they actually had to log in and essentially let the game know what day and what time it was so the game would know what type of content to serve you up every day. Um, Now, since the GameCube has released and since systems have gone beyond the N64, they all tend to have internal clocks. So the GameCube version just kind of kept track of that for you. Um, Anyways, there were some other really big changes that happened when the game came to the States. So it first released in Japan, it came to the States, and the localization team actually went pretty crazy um, taking advantage of that internal clock and really pushing the real-time aspect to the game. So one of the things they introduced, and probably one of everybody's favorite things that they introduced, was holidays and different events that took place at certain times of day or certain times of the year. So essentially what people did was they could log in and say it's Valentine's Day. There is an event for Valentine's Day. Um, Say it's near the holiday times and you have Toy Day to celebrate. Halloween, you've got that too. And my personal favorite, Thanksgiving. 
Um, this is just a personal favorite for me in life. But regardless, Thanksgiving, great holiday. But yeah, so this was one of the really big additions to Animal Crossing GameCube. And this was essentially what we got in the version that we got in 2002. Um, after that, uh, the Japanese audience actually really loved all of those additions. So they got what is called Animal Crossing E+. And so this is a new version of the Animal Crossing game. This one was for their GameCube instead of the N64. So from there it implemented the real-time aspect where they didn't have to just keep track of it. And they could play through all the holidays. There were also a couple like extra things. Um, I remember specifically watching a video where if it was late at night, you could hit the store with a shovel like three times or something and the door would open up and you'd see Tom Nook in his PJs. Um, that, of course, this was a time where DLC also wasn't really a thing. This is almost, almost, this is very early internet era, early 2000s. So I think at that point I had maybe dial up. I don't know if I actually had internet at that point. Um, but yeah, you couldn't really just get this type of thing as an update to your game. So instead, just new versions of the game released. Um, but eventually, the whole world found Animal Crossing and they fell in love. And so I wanted to talk also specifically about my own experiences with the game at that time. And so if you take me back to 2001-2002 when the game came out, I think since it was early internet times, I had friends who were, I mean, somehow they were able to think of looking up, I don't even know what search engine you would use at that point. Was Google around then? I don't know. I know Yahoo was, so maybe they looked it up on Yahoo, but you could look up the game, or Nintendo games or so. So I had one friend who really who knew about the GameCube and everything and at this point I think I was in sixth grade and little Chewy he uh, I didn't have a GameCube I just had dreams of having a GameCube and it was a while before I got one but at that point Animal Crossing was out and my friend just kept telling me about it and I was like this sounds I, I don't even understand it but it sounds like the most amazing thing that I've ever heard of so I I became obsessed. I wanted a GameCube. I wanted Animal Crossing. And I remember I would make GameCubes by myself out of, like, cardboard or paper and then make little fake controllers that were shaped like it and everything and then pretend to play these games. I didn't even have it. I just would make these paper things and pretend to play all of these GameCube games. Um, so yeah, so for the first two years, I did not play Animal Crossing. It would it had been out, I'd known about it, it was always something on my mind. Eventually, we did get a GameCube, and we'll actually fast forward to from 6th grade to high school. So high school, it was my freshman year, and I was taking a welding class. And in this welding class, I had a couple friends, um, Jacob and Julie. And Julie had Animal Crossing, and I was like, I really want to play that game. I want to experience it. And so she lent it to me. 
and I was able to play Animal Crossing uh, for the first time. So I have very fond memories of this time because it's winter time. I live in a little town where it snows and everything. So we got snow days. And I remember specifically playing, uh, getting up real early because it was for high school. I think we had to be at school at like 7.30 or something. But I would get up real early, turn on the TV and find out if school was canceled. And eventually I found out, yes, it was canceled. So I just kind of, I would typically just go back to bed and because it was early and I didn't want to be awake yet. But most of the time I would turn on Animal Crossing and I'd get to play first. And um, I say that because I moved into this town. I started my own little character and then my brother moves in. And he starts his own file where he gets to do things. And one of our best friends, Drew, he would come over every day. And he also started his own file. So we had three people living in our little Animal Crossing town, which was great because in this first game, you had this... What is it called? I guess I'd call it a little bit of a housing community. I don't know. But you had four houses to pick from in like this main little plaza and all of the human characters lived in this area and back then it was also acres so you were in this acre and the screen would switch if you left the acre to another acre but that's another thing um but we all three of us had uh our own little house our own character and our own drive to be the first one to log into the game because the first one would be the one finding the fossils finding that that 1000 gold that you had to dig up and doing essentially everything getting every getting first dibs on everything and typically i mean because i was very obsessed with the game it lived at our house i was typically the first one but I would try to play fair on the weekends and let my brother and Drew just take the first whack at the game. And I'd be sitting there watching them and I'd be like, haha, they didn't see that fossil, but I know I did. So I'm going to be the one to go on next and get that fossil. And yeah, there was, a, there was a whole, we made a community and it was so fun just getting that first experience. I don't know how long we would play. We would play essentially all the time, all day. And yeah, I, I, I want to also get back to that first experience logging in because I think I was like, Drew, Angel, I have this cool game and we can all play it together and it'd be really great. And so the first experience was me turning on the game, starting my new file, and just getting that really nice message from K.K. Slider, because he's the one that greets you at the beginning of the game. And he'll greet you, and he says, um, I mean, this is my rough iteration of it, but he's like, yeah, man, you can live whatever life you want. No parents, no rules, no anything. This is your place that you can make your own. And being, I guess, a freshman in high school and getting my first kind of taste of like teenager life kind of thing and thinking like, wow, I'm really starting to grow up. This felt like a really big jump. I never realized up until that moment, like how badly I wanted to essentially live uh, like in my own place and have 
my own rules and my own control over it. it. It was really something unique that a game just never gave to me. There was always like the sense of adventure and everything, but this game was like, you get to live your life and do your thing. So I love that initial intro to the game. It's really, it's something so special, especially at that age. Like, it's, some, it's so great to think like, wow, this is my own place and it's what I create and what I make of it. And yeah, that's something awesome. So the next thing that we stopped on was we realized that we had to name the town. Like, I was going in for the first time. I didn't know what was going on. I just knew all of a sudden that I was making this town and I was naming it. And of course, me being, I, I, I like to think I'm pretty diplomatic. So I turned to Angel and I turned to Drew and I'm like, well, what do we name this thing? And then initially, we all lived in this place called Crestline and we tried it. But I think I want to say there was an eight-character limit, and that was nine or something. I don't even know. I'd have to go back and check. But you're like, no, it doesn't fit. It doesn't work. For some reason, they didn't work. So we kept thinking, and we're brainstorming for an hour. <laughs> and I say an hour, but it, I don't know how long it was, maybe 15 minutes. But it was a while of us just thinking of names. And then eventually, I just start typing. And I type in H-A-K-E-N, and I say Haken, and it just it has a ring to it. It has this, this is a town that you could live in. It's called Haken, and we all really liked it, and so we agreed, and that was just the name of our first town, Haken, and that's actually the name of this podcast. I've named all any Animal Crossing game that I start for the first time. I call it Haken. So in my wild world, I lived in Haken. In City Folk, I lived in Haken. And in New Leaf, to this day, I live in Haken because I have not messed with that file at all. But yeah, I named, we named the town Haken together. And since then, it's just stuck with me. So naming the podcast after Haken is something pretty special to me. It's very near and dear to my heart because... Animal Crossing has really great, like, nostalgic effects. I don't know. It's just, like, that kind of game where you feel so connected to it. And, I I mean, I mentioned I'm playing this game for the first time when I'm, what, 14, 13, 14 years old. So this is just, like, my first experience of, I don't know, just something different. And so I'm very nostalgic for those days, especially that time of year. So we started playing, it was winter. And, um, no, was it winter? I want to say it was in the fall. Started playing in the fall, and it was very close to winter. So I got, like, the endings of fall. I got my first taste of, like, these big events during the year. So I got my Halloween I got Thanksgiving. I took the game anywhere I could to play these holidays. And so I got the, uh, those experiences. I got the mushrooms and everything. You'd find mushrooms on the floor, and that was cool. Or was that introduced in Wild World? I don't know, but that's another story. Um, but eventually we were playing in the winter, and yeah, I don't know. I don't even remember if you could build snowmen in this first game. It's been so long since I've gotten back to this game, but just the memories of it and the time I had with friends 
and my brother and just the way we got to we were always amused like we could always just watch each other play and be like man I really like what you're doing with your place <laughs> and I remember specifically my place I was a huge fan like anybody else was of the gyroids at first so I'd just fill it up with gyroids I'd dig them up and I'd be like sweet another one to add to my collection and so it'd just show up in my house one day and then eventually I started moving into, I guess, really liking the greenery and the trees and all the rocks and different things you had as furniture. So I filled my home with trees and I was like, yeah, I just want trees everywhere. And I think to this day, my friend just like, whenever he sees like my passion for putting like greenery as part of my furniture in the house, like... He's like, yeah, that is classic Chewy right there. Just putting trees and everything and making it look pretty, I guess, wild. I got a wild way to design my place. Um, but yeah, that that is my first experience with Animal Crossing. It went from me pretending to play on this cardboard GameCube that I made myself just out of materials I found in class to me in high school and having it be like kind of a life-changing experience as in like this is the first time I have my own place and I was really able to just make it what I wanted so it was very forming for me um but outside of that this has been 15 years since the game has come out and I'm I have such fond memories of it but I really don't want it to take another 15 years for the game to come out. So I think it's time we talk about the next game and when we could possibly be hearing some news about it. So this next game, we have the Switch now. We've honestly been waiting for an HD Animal Crossing since the Wii U was announced. We all knew a Animal Crossing. Come on, Nintendo. HD Animal Crossing, you cannot pass up this opportunity. This is going to be great. And so the Wii U went through its life cycle and essentially we saw two more Animal Crossing games. There was Happy Home Designer, which, you know, I like. I like the design aspects to it. And I really hope that they implement a lot of that type of stuff into the new game. Um, but yeah, nice little side title. And then we had... Amiibo Festival, which, I mean, I thought it was cute. I I didn't, I guess it wasn't too much of a game. I kind of liked going through the board games, and I had a bunch of Amiibo, so I would essentially edit their homes and put them into the board, and I liked that aspect of it. I really liked the Desert Island Escape, um, but yeah, I mean, overall, there just wasn't much to it. It wasn't an interesting game, but we did get kind of some HD sprites of things. But what I really liked specifically was Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And that, there, as DLC, there was an Animal Crossing track, as well as playable Villager and Isabel characters. But the Animal Crossing track, to this day, I will turn on Mario Kart in the morning and essentially go to time trial mode and just drive through. And look at how beautiful and how gorgeous their rendition of Animal Crossing was. And since I saw that, I was like, Nintendo, I will allow you to take a long time making this game. 
as long as it is as beautiful as this track because this is the type of world that I want to be in when I am playing a new fully HD Animal Crossing and that's what I want to experience. Um, but yeah, since then, uh, I want to say it's been almost five years since New Leaf was released in Japan. That was, I want to say, November of 2012. We eventually got it June 9th, 2013. So it's been four years for us, four and a half years-ish. Um, no, not even that long. Um, it's only been four years and a couple months since the game has come out. And I say only, but oh my gosh, it feels like a long time, especially since the Wii U has come out and we've already been expecting a Switch or an HD version. But anyways, the Switch is out. And this is honestly, it's been the first one year since the Switch was released. Not even one year. It was released in March. And the one thing that I think held back in an Animal Crossing announcement was that they announced Splatoon instead. And for those of you who don't know, Splatoon and Splatoon was essentially developed by the Animal Crossing team. The people who work on Animal Crossing, they work on Splatoon. And if they're not working on Splatoon, they must be working on Animal Crossing. So this is where I get to the good news. Splatoon 2 is out. Essentially, all that we're waiting for is new DLC, which I, I imagine it's made. Um, because people can look into the Splatoon backend and see the different weapons and things and maps and other things that are coming. So I'm assuming a lot of the team working on Splatoon has since been moved off and they are now focusing on Animal Crossing. So I don't know where in the development cycle they are for this game. I imagine the development for Animal Crossing started at some point for the Wii U but Nintendo very quickly found out that the Wii U was not going to be a very big hit. So why not save Animal Crossing for a system that a lot of people will own? So, like, the past few Animal Crossings have been on wildly successful systems. You've had um, Animal Crossing on the DS. That's one of the top-selling systems in the world. I, I want to say it's like the second highest console that was bought. So the one following that was the Wii. That huge system, tons of cell, cell power. And then even beyond that, the 3DS. The Wii U was not big for them. So it makes sense that they would skip it and save a big game like Animal Crossing for the next generation. Um, and so on top of that, We've gotten news of an Animal Crossing mobile app. And so far, Nintendo has released three mobile apps. They re their first one was Mitomo, kind of a funky kind of app. Their next one was Fire Emblem Heroes, I think. And then closely after that was Super Mario Run. And so what Nintendo has gotten to learn from these apps was Fire Emblem has made more money than um, Super Mario Run has. And it's a free-to-play game that has a bunch of microtransactions. Um, Super Mario Run, when that was released, and probably still right now, that's a $10 game. So you buy it for $10, and then you get to play the game after that. 
And so what they found was Fire Emblem was a much more successful game for them in terms of money. But I want to be specific with Fire Emblem because in January of this year, January 2017, we actually got a Fire Emblem Direct. And what we got through the Fire Emblem Direct was specific things about the app, the mobile game that was coming, um, like a release date. I believe we got a release date and everything. And then after that, we got news about a 3DS game in the works slash coming later that year. And, but the big thing was that they announced a Switch title. And they didn't give us anything outside of a title card, a year, 2018. And since then, we have heard nothing. Nothing about the Switch title. So what I think is going to happen is the, that Nintendo will eventually hold an Animal Crossing um, Direct. They're, this Direct will cover the mobile game, and it will announce that there's a Switch title in the works. And depending on when this happens, I suspect we might get the GameCube title on Virtual Console. And so let me explain this a little. This last Direct, it happened the day before the 15-year anniversary of Animal Crossing, and a lot of people were really hoping for some news, but because the Direct said it was focusing on the next few months of Nintendo content, I was like, okay, so this is essentially the rest of the year. Nintendo has felt the need to keep their news cycles within the year. And they've only announced very few things for 2018. Unfortunately, none of those are Animal Crossing. But we can rest assured that come January, I think we're going to get another big announcement from Nintendo. And it's going to essentially highlight what's to come in 2018. We've gotten, uh, I don't know, five different games from Nintendo uh, that were announced beyond 2017. Specifically, there's Kirby, Yoshi, Pokemon, Metroid, and Fire Emblem. So we've gotten those five. Of those, three are for sure 2018 titles. So that leaves a lot of time for Nintendo to fill in the rest of the year. Especially after this year, we've essentially expected about a game per month from Nintendo. And judging by that cycle, they're gonna be—they're gonna have to get to Animal Crossing soon. So this last N Nintendo Direct was essentially my last pass on Nintendo not giving us anything specific about Animal Crossing. I suspect that by March next year, we we will have an Animal Crossing Direct, and if Nintendo doesn't announce it on in January then I'm 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 going to be surprised if they don't announce it in January. I'm going to push any hopes of that game toward 2019 and this podcast may become a bitter mess, but I'll try to keep it positive, but I'm going to be very sad to be waiting for 2019, but I really think this January we're going to get some news about Animal Crossing. And if we get news about the virtual console, but don't get news about Animal Crossing, I think there's going to be a later direct after January, probably February or something. But I think it's going to be an Animal Crossing themed direct. And it's going to cover the mobile app, 
Virtual Console Animal Crossing games and announced a Switch title. Outside of that, that I don't know. I'm maybe E3, but you really can't tell. Um, if it's not E3, I'm going to just expect it for 2019. But I'm saying before, by March 2018, we're going to be hearing more about Animal Crossing. Um, because like I said, it's been almost five years since the game released in Japan. And luckily, there were, at this point, YouTube was out. There are plenty of people to watch and kind of get a feel for the game because uh, I was so excited. Um, I want to say it was a three-year wait between when they announced Animal Crossing New Leaf and when it was actually released. So I went so much time just waiting for that game. And now we've, we're going so much time waiting for this next one. But hopefully we see it soon and hopefully we'll all be super pumped to hear more news and of course i will be covering it all here anyways you guys this is chewy plays nintendo this has been haken an animal crossing podcast and if you're watching this on youtube there is a link to my patreon page there you can support you can bring up uh, there, there are a bunch of different levels of support and everything. Um, also, if you're watching this anywhere else, iTunes, um, SoundCloud, whatever your preferred method of listening to this podcast is, just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo. There are all types of levels of support. Each one is sure to give you something really great. I think it at one dollar of course you'll get a shout out at five dollars uh you will get access to polls i want to hold different polls and things for the podcast um or youtube videos because i am going to be doing like a bunch of gaming content so for example i like to play um the desert island escape game i have every amiibo card except for eight the eight that were unreleased in the united states i do not have um the sanrio set and the special cp isabel and cp kk outside of those if you guys have an amiibo that you want me to use or a a certain character you can vote for it in these polls um and yeah, so just take a look at the Patreon page. You'll be able to support the channel. You'll get a bunch of different rewards and awesome things to pick from. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this first episode of Animal Crossing and, or I guess this first episode of Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast, and I will see you guys next time.